Welcome to Building a Life of Prayer with Pastor David Beatty of River Oaks Community Church, taking you through the prayers of the Bible so that you can grow in your confidence and enjoyment of prayer. Thank you for joining me again today as we talk about growing as people of prayer. We've been looking at Jesus' model for prayer in Matthew chapter 6, and in verse 12 of that prayer, Jesus tells us to pray and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. This line of the Lord's model prayer is, I think, the most challenging for many people. It's not so difficult to ask God to forgive our sins. The hard part is forgiving those who've wronged us, forgiving our debtors, that is. It's helpful to keep in mind, though, that God, in forgiving our sins, has paid a debt that we could never repay, an immense debt. Our sin debt was paid by Jesus on the cross where he suffered and died We, therefore, who have received this great gift are called to forgive those who sin against us. Now, admittedly, this can be very, very hard, especially if someone has hurt you, your spouse, one of your children, uh, very, very deeply. But God calls us to forgive, and he knows it is always in our best interest when we forgive those who have wronged us. Now, the scripture teaches us that there are dangers of unforgiveness for a Christian. For example, in in Mark 11, 25, Jesus says, when you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone that your father in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. I think the implication there is when you're praying, be sure you forgive, because if you don't, your prayer life can be hindered. Bitterness can enter the heart of a Christian who refuses to forgive, and that's why the warning in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 15 about not allowing a root of bitterness to spring up and trouble you is so very important. In Ephesians chapter 4, verses 26 and 27, the Apostle Paul writes these words, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. The implication here is that when we hold on to anger, we give place to the devil. We give a foothold to the devil. That's why we should deal with uh, sins against us, those things that anger us quickly. There can be a loss of joy and peace in our fellowship with God if we hold on to anger against another person, if we do not forgive those who have wronged us. And so it's for our good, for our spiritual health, I believe, that Jesus calls us not only to confess our own sins to God, but to forgive those who have sinned against us in any way. Again, This can be a difficult thing to do, but I'd like to suggest a few things that might help us when it comes to forgiving others. Number one, consider the gospel. The immense debt that you yourself as a Christian have been forgiven if you have put your trust in Jesus Christ and received the gift of eternal life. Consider what's been done for you. Number two, forgive quickly if possible. Uh, 
holding on to bitterness can result in a root of bitterness in our hearts, and that's why we should forgive daily. Uh, Thirdly, pray for the offender. Jesus said, pray for those who despitefully use you and persecute you. Praying for people who harm us can soften our hearts and protect our hearts from bitterness. Number four, forgive by faith, relying on God's grace. Uh, Knowing that we've forgiven others doesn't necessarily mean that we always feel like we've forgiven. Sometimes we do that by faith out of simple obedience to God. May God help us be people who not only confess our sins, but forgive those who wrong us.